Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one commanding minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli and joining us again today, Pat Driscoll. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Happy to be back. Happy to have you back. And today we are going back to minute number 57, which starts with uh, Marty with Michael J. Fox's Peter Parker Spider-Man audition. And ends with <laughs> Biff telling Marty to shoot out. Uh, so yeah, I think that this minute, this single minute, is despite being undercut by the last like two seconds. Um, I think this is the most badass Marty McFly has ever been and will ever be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will agree. He doesn't even answer how he got past that security. He doesn't care. No, he could have. He's stabbed, too busy. He could have murdered Billy. He could have stabbed Billy Zane in the neck with like a like a ruler. <laughs> but we don't know. For all we know, Marty could have just recreated the scene from the old boy remake. <laughs> he broke in in a similar fashion to how Hannibal Lecter broke out in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, wow. you're gonna see Billy Zane like flayed and hanging from like a cage. <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing. He was. He was wearing 3D's face. 3D! (laughs) (laughs) And all in a crisp red t-shirt, Marty McFly. (laughs) I wear red to cover the blood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, There's like half a second where um, Marty's standing over the hot tub and you see his like hand reached down and it, for a second it looked like he was about to take his dick out and I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm here for this. <laughs> here for those wow. fashionable earrings. <laughs> uh, I'm be- sure someone on Tumblr would be kind enough to send you that fanfic. They can stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, you know, the thing that I really bugs me about this moment is uh i i as a person who watches tv often i could never imagine being far enough away from my remote control for someone to take it without me knowing and turn my tv off absolutely not (laughs) yeah absolutely not (laughs) that remote would be right next to biff's hand at all times at all times i'm never leaving anything on long enough yeah, so. yeah. It, it would be like it would be like um, you know. Okay, we'll bring it back to taking a bath. You know how sometimes people will play music while like bathing or whatever. Sure. It would be like just putting it on, like playing like one song and then putting it on the table and then going to that little hot tub and then like getting up every time the song ends. Like no, just put on a playlist, oh. dude. Or yeah, keep yeah. the phone by you. Right. Yeah, you know what? I've done that when I was. Uh, I remember because my dad has a pool. And so when I go and see him in Florida, like he has like a Bluetooth, like speaker, like boom box thing oh, yeah. that like, connects to your iPhone. And so I'll play music. But even when I'm playing a playlist, you know, sometimes there's just a song will come up in a playlist that you're just not in the mood for. And you got to go skip it. Mm-hmm. So like I would keep my phone right next to the pool, like right on the pool edge so that I could easily like swim up to it and change the song. Right. Would you guys like to know how many iPods I've ruined by falling into my bone pool? <clears throat> I do. Three. 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 Wow. 
That's a lot of the same thing happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it does. I guess it does follow the rule of three, though. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. My you, dad, at was, least you, you stayed, you stayed structurally, comedically structurally relevant. Yeah. Did at least the three times were they all at least different scenarios? Oh, God. No, I think I was cleaning the pool each time. <laughs> oh, wow. My dad was like, like a breast pocket. It fell out. Yeah, it was. It's always like just in my pants pocket or like my jacket pocket. I remember and then you fall into the pool. I fall into the pool, and you like, you have you have yes, wait you have fallen into the pool three times while cleaning the pool. Not in like one year, but like in my in my youth <laughs> in my youth. Yes, it's like over like exaggerated naked gun Pratt falls into your pool. Yeah, it just it sounds like one of those infomercials where where yes, they yes. have to show the, the person. <laughs> Not knowing how to do something. Did your son keep falling into pools? It's iPod. Uh. (laughs) It's like it's like an infomercial for like one of those self-cleaning pool like like robot things. Like (laughs) is your son just ruining iPods constantly? You have to buy him new ones. The pool cleaning robot. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, a little bit That's about amazing. That was a good fun fact. No, oh, that was good. Um, but speaking of uh, speaking of uh, falling into pools, uh, Marty Marty destroys Biff's remote when Son he throws it bitch. in the bathtub. I was kind of worried that it was like kind of I don't know like like what if that was like a toaster or something? You know? Yeah. Well. I mean, you don't plug in a remote control, so That's I think true. you would have been. Playing. No, but I feel like in 1985, you still were somewhat cautious about things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electronics going into water. Oh my God. What if you just, what if, what if, what if it had been a freak accident and he'd thrown that remote in <laughs> yeah. and just <laughs> killed Biff killed and those two women? And Biff. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> and the no, rest no. of the movie is him, is him ch- running from the law. After yeah. having killed prominent businessman Biff Tannen and those two women. Oh my god. Body, I don't know how to tell you this, but that's the mayor's daughter. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no, Jason, <laughs> So that explains how those earrings yeah. were so fashionable. That's uh <sighs> that's kind of like I guess that'd be like the Rick and Morty twist. Yes. Oh, so, so what do you so, so what do you think of badass Marty? I think he's pretty badass. I mean, this is the only time this is the only scenario in which Marty would have height on anyone but children. Right. Very so true. He's like, uh, I'm tall today. Yeah. I, I really like this because he's just like, I'm looking down at someone. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. This is how this is how this is how human beings feel. <laughs> Full sized adults? Yeah. Instead of the Canadian leprechaun that I am. <laughs> It really is like a white pussy. <laughs> just like compact and adorable and like just friends with everybody. Yeah. True. Say. Uh so um so, so yeah, no, I really yeah. I really like badass Marty, honestly. It's it's a good look for him. Uh Michael J. Fox hasn't been able to be badass very often in his career. Mm-hmm. 
this is this is this is a good look for him, honestly. He's got no fear, man. Yeah. It's pretty great. He's just he knows it's his fault that this happened, so he's determined to fix it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really good. Yeah, this I is where I really see uh your wishing that uh that Michael J. Fox that played Barry Allen comes in. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it would have been great. Yeah, could have done it. It's so great. Um so so uh yeah, Marty says we need to talk, and he's like and, and Biff Biff and the women, they cross to the other side of the hot tub, which I just think is so yeah. funny. Cause it's like you wouldn't just turn around, you have to like like dramatically go to the other side of the hot tub. <laughs> um but yeah, he crosses to the other side of the hot tub and he's like, What about money? Forget it. And I just I, I just think it's I wanna know what uh so we've been referring to so there's there's three Martys in the series in this series that that we know of so far. So there's Alpha Marty, which is the Marty that we follow, which is from the Alpha timeline where his parents weren't aren't really very in love and they're kind of losers. And then there's Beta Marty, who is the Marty that we see go back in time when Marty is watching himself go back in time because that Marty was raised by in a healthy family with healthy parents. And he presumably goes back to 1955 and meets another Marty who's already in 1955. Um, so that's Beta Marty. And then in this version, there's Charlie Marty which is the Marty that is in Switzerland at boarding school. And uh, so I want to know what kinds of stuff Charlie Marty is into that he's constantly asking for money from Biff. Cocaine. Uh, absolutely. Cocaine. Yeah, it is the 80s. <laughs> I, I, I just picture Charlie Marty as like a way, way, way less rapey like Chuck Bass. Right. Yeah. That makes oh. sense. Cocaine and records. Yeah, Huey Lewis records. records. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Charlie Marty would be into Huey Lewis. Oh yeah, he'd no be way, way more into like Duran Duran or like the Cocktail Twins. Yeah. No, I think he'd be into like some underground stuff. I like Susie and the Banshees, Biff. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. big time. Modern English. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Orchestral maneuvers into all in the that. dark. I think he'd be into all that Britpop stuff. He'd like sure. Adam and the Ants, though. I feel like he'd like to yeah. dress up and like a pirate and hang out. <laughs> Beat on the bread, Biff. <laughs> God save the queen. God save the queen. <laughs> uh, man, uh, Biff's that Biff, uh, I just imagine this is what Trump's overall, Oval Office would look like. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Complete with that painting. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, can we just turn the desk into a hot tub? Why isn't the desk a hot tub? He's like, no, but we can turn the meeting area into a hot tub. Perfect. <laughs> but I get it by myself, and just he just like is like weird. Makes, oh. <laughs> every time he has a meeting, he just sets up. He has like patio chairs set up around a hot tub, and he just like slides <laughs> he's like, in. No, no, no. Like, this is for me. This yeah. is for me. You sit in the chair. I sit in the hot tub. And he just kind of circles it slowly like a, like a fat gator. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So uh, so then Marty uh, Marty says, 
three words. Yes. Gray's Sports, Sports Almanac. Almanac. And uh, Biff tells them, you heard him, girls. Party's over. What do you think the girls are thinking? <laughs> I don't know. But I love that he says, you heard him, girls. Party's over. And I wish Marty had been like, I didn't say that. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said my words, man. I never said the party was over. I... What if the next scene? Okay, okay, imagine this. Okay, so, so, you know, you know, gray sports almanac and cut the bill. You heard him, girls, party's over. Next shot is now just Marty is in the hot tub with them. (laughs) 13 years ago, I was over. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, these, these girls, they just must be like casino workers, right? I mean, I know the. No, I think they're his committed girlfriends. I think they love him. I think he loves them. (laughs) (laughs) Monogamy isn't realistic, Scott. Right. (laughs) I'm just picturing. I'm picturing like a Goodfellas like girlfriend kind of thing. Uh, Like one is like one's his wifey, one's his mistress. (laughs) One's his wifey, one is Debbie Mazar. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They're both mistresses. Um, well, you know, there's always the possibility that they're both just professionals, like they're escorts. Well, I think that that would be the instinct, but I don't think Biff would need to do that. Right, right. Because he's so rich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so maybe they're just, yeah, maybe they are just like girls that he knows. I think they're just employees. Employees, yeah, like, here's your laundry, Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's like uh like they're like those girls that like sell like cigarettes out of a box, you know, like in Yeah. The, yeah. As, as you can tell all three of us have never and possibly will never live at this cuz we we have no idea how this happens. How it works. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Maybe they like work for him. Logistics on how to get that. They ask them both at the same time or like <laughs> separately and they're just like cool with it they just show up or like what happens (laughs) you call but it's like not weird is there like a code word or like like a a special door no it's illegal right it's still illegal (laughs) then how are their websites about it or so, uh, so then we cut to Biff taking Marty into his office, mm-hmm. and uh, Biff says, "So, what else do you know about that book?" And yeah, he Marty, gives it up immediately. Marty goes, "Well, no, Marty just goes first before I tell you what else I know about the book. First, tell me where you got it, how yeah. you got it." No. That was, and it's just like, no. wait, so you don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, so you just know that I have it. Yeah, so in, in that case, get the fuck out. Yeah. You, you have it. That's all that, I mean, everyone knows that. Oh, my God. It's just, it's really, but like Biff is totally cool with it. He's like, yeah, all right. I'll tell Maybe because that's how um, untouchable he feels, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah, he's, he's well, like he's like Jordan Belfort just like throwing money at Kyle Chandler. Boom! Yeah. Boom! Yeah. 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 But we know, but it's because we know later this week that Biff knows that he's gonna kill him. Oh uh, right. Yeah. Right. So that's why he doesn't care. 
But it's just it's the 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 situation is like Marty, like how could you possibly think that's gonna work? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, what what else do you know about the book? Literally nothing. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I know how much he knows how much it cost. I guess that's true. He is the, the one that bought it. What if he just uh, What if he just showed Biff the receipt? <laughs> what you is this? Me. Why is it printed on film? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Future's weird. Future? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, you were that uh, tiny so- lesbian in that flying car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, oh man, that got me. <laughs> so, so Biff uh, says, "All right, I'll tell you," and he tells him to sit down, like real friendly, and then yeah. screams, "Like sit down!" <laughs> and immediately, Marty complies, which just like totally takes all the badass mojo yeah. out of Marty. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, you can't – I mean that's the thing. That's what makes Marty McFly such a great character is like he's not a badass, mm-hmm. you know? So his badass moment doesn't last very long. No. Under a minute. Yeah. But you got to pick minute. your battles I guess. I guess that's true. The chairs would, are probably nice too. It's probably like all right. I'll sit. <laughs> yeah. I'll sit. You know what? I've been standing for a while. a while. I've been running around. I could sit. Yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, I think that's all I got for this minute. How about you guys? Yeah, me too. Well, if yeah. uh, you like, would you like to visit us to uh, visit us online? You can go to duelinggenre.com and leave your own thoughts and comments about what we've talked about today. Uh, contact us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, tweet us at bttfminute. Tumble at us at bttfminute.tumblr.com. And uh, check out our other podcasts, uh, Geek by Night, uh, where we uh, it was a fiction, it's a it's a story about uh, characters that uh, get superpowers but are also friends and learn stuff. And the Doctor's Companion, which we co-host with uh, the legendary Cassandra Fredrickson, where we review classic episodes and soon modern episodes of Doctor Who. And all of this can be found at our website. And you can support us to your comfort level at duelinggenre.com/support. And uh, we are also in the process of getting a weekend edition of the show, which is the only way you'll get to listen to it during our scheduled hiatus between parts two and three. Uh, and uh, now we're selling merch. We have shirts. Uh, they look really cool. I really like part two because I like the color. It's a very summer color. Yeah. Um, so I think like I might wear part two during the summer and then like part one during the, but it also might be super tacky if I wear any of them. Cause like, my face is on it, but you can you could, and not have to worry about it. It's like Steve O got that tattoo of himself on his back. It's fine. It's yeah. Insane. Okay. It's well, Steve O did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as always, speaking of Steve O, uh, <laughs> special thanks <laughs> to the Steve O of Dueling Genre. Uh, Patreon is producer <laughs> David Peppers. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with minute fifty-eight. Bye. 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 Bye.